What's up, y'all? And welcome to episode number 15-15 of Real Game with Crit and... What's going on, people? Your man, Chen. You know what it is. Yes, sir. We got the Sunday brunch vibes, y'all, today. Bringing a little special some Chen over there sipping. Look at it. He couldn't wait. He couldn't, couldn't wait, wait to sip, man. <laughs> man, I've been sipping ever since the damn Knicks lost. <laughs> <laughs> we got to drink the sorrows, huh? It's all I good, do man. It's I all good, do man. So, uh, Dimitri, how you doing today, man? Beautiful day. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Besides, you know, like I said, the Knicks disappointed me, but it's all good. You know, still got some time left to play. But, um, yeah, man, I can't I can't complain. You know, I can't complain. I'm, I'm blessed. Um, it's a beautiful day in Atlanta. And uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. So, you know, I'm good. How about you? I'm good, man. You know, blessed to be here. And a beautiful, beautiful weather for the Memorial Day weekend. So definitely going to enjoy that today. I got work tomorrow, but I'll still enjoy it today. Um, and tomorrow when I get off, you know, always a blessing to to be here. You grilling, man? You grilling for the weekend? Yeah, I I did. I, I threw some some uh, sausage links out there, you know, something like. And my wife made a baked beans. Joints smacking. And then she made some like uh, shrimp macaroni salad, which is crazy too. So yeah, we 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 put a little something out there. Nothing, nothing too major. We're going to dine out to a restaurant later on this evening, celebrate my aunt's birthday. So we're gonna do that. And uh, yeah, we're taking it easy. All right, man. That's good. That's smooth. Very smooth. Uh, smooth day. So. Let's get into it, man. It's been a minute. Let's get back, uh, back in the groove. Uh, all right. So, Dimitri, we got a playoff basketball. And the last time we talked, we had uh, the end of the regular season. We were talking about how we thought it would finish. But now we got the playoffs. They are back in action. Uh, we got uh, one series always completed. The Bucks swept the Heat. Get a little bit of revenge from the uh, from the bubble last year. So we got that. Um, and then we got the Knicks up, the Hawks. I'm sorry, the Hawks are up on the Knicks right now, three to one. So that's looking like it's done. We got um, another. Mostly, you know, most series are just well. We've already been through three games in most series on four. Like the uh, Denver and Portland are both tied at two. So um, you know, real real good start so far. Uh, kind of looking even. So Demetri, you know, what are you thinking? How you feeling about the playoffs? I know you're a little bit down about the Knicks, but just overall, you know, how you what you think about the playoffs so far to this point. I mean, I guess it's somewhat competitive. Obviously, you don't know how much more competitive the Knicks uh, and Hawks series would go. They, you know, can obviously uh, look to go three and two um, when they play in New York upcoming here, and uh, it's a very, it's a very good chance that they'll win. And you know, that series could become competitive again. But you look at Washington and Philly. I mean. You know what you know what the result is going to be on that. Uh, Miami got dusted off by Milwaukee, and uh, out west, you know, out west been pretty competitive too because you got um, you know Denver uh, going up against Portland. That's been a hell of a series so far. And then um, also, uh, who out west is a tight? The Clippers and the Mavericks. So you know, and then you got your obvious like the Suns and the. Lakers and so on and so forth. So every everyone is pretty locked in, except for like a couple teams. Yeah, no, I mean everyone is locked in so far in the West. You know, you got a two-one uh, between the Jazz and, and the and uh, the Grizzlies. I oh yeah, the Grizzlies. Yeah, but um, you know, Jazz won Game Three, but the Grizzlies, Grizzlies won Game One. And they've been competitive. Uh, they were competitive Game Two. The Clippers finally, I mean, the Clippers just went out bad the first two games in LA, but they kind of got it back together. And they even started off rough. Um, but even got it back together. You got Phoenix still fighting tough with the Lakers. It seems like the Lakers are getting healthy. So um, Chris Paul missed a lot of game. He missed the end of game one, missed a lot of game two and three with injuries. So, you know, if he's back, they have a better shot. Without Chris Paul, they have no chance. Um, so they're, we'll see how that finishes out. Um, and then, like I mentioned, Denver and Portland at 2-2. Two, two. So, you know, I've, I've been happy, man. I guess the thing that I've been most excited about to see the postseason is just the young stars, man. The young stars have really been showing up. Trey Young leading the Hawks on a you know three one right now over the Knicks. He's been not just scoring the ball, but he's been you know been a facilitator passing. And that was one of the biggest knocks on Trey. You know he was always getting his shots and taking the long threes, but he hasn't really taken bad. He's you know everyone takes bad shots here and there, but 
he's been taking a lot better shots, not forcing three pointers, getting other guys involved. Like, you know, his his game has really improved. And I can't say enough about John Morant. That guy is is on another level. Like he yeah. he he's fearless, and I think that's what I like so much about him. He can he just keeps going. He keeps going at you. He attacks the rim. He takes good shots. You know, and like you need that, and you need that as a young star. So. I mean, those are just two guys. Obviously, you know, you got Donovan Mitchell coming back now after missing game one. He's kind of put the team on his back. Uh, Devin Booker in, in game one scored more than LeBron and AD combined. Uh, all right. But so, you know, all around, man. And then, you know, the young stars are really putting on. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. Yeah, definitely. The league is in good hands for sure. And Jason Tatum, how about that? 50 points to get a win against Brooklyn. It's so easy for him now. That's like what you want to see from a guy, though. Like, they're not going to win a series. We all know that. But the fact that he can even get a game and just put the team on his back and go for 50 points, like, that's a good sign for a young player and a good franchise to show, like, all right, you know what? In the big moments, this is a guy that we can rely on and a guy we can go to when we need it. Yeah, most definitely. I agree. I mean, yeah, they definitely are in good shape um, to, you know, maybe tie it up. Who knows? But uh, maybe, maybe, you know, obviously, it's going to be an uphill battle either way. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll see how it goes down. Yeah, for sure. I thought about that. Um, so, yeah, that uh, let's talk about Milwaukee for a sec since they're the only team that's already done. But I mean, Philly will be done next time they play because, I mean, that series is over with. But Milwaukee, they got revenge from the bubble last year. Do you think that this is actually like a, a, a more improved team? Or do you think that the Heat, maybe a bit of a fluke from the bubble last year? They went to the NBA Finals in the bubble, but. Maybe it wasn't really the team that they, you know, really were. Maybe just just uh, took advantage of the situation. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's more so the case. I think, you know, Milwaukee, they've been in this situation plenty of times. They've, they've been in the playoffs down there, what, the last four or five years. So, you know, they know how this, how this feels. Miami, you know, they got a lot of young guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not playing in a full arena would definitely help any young team. So, yeah, that's very yeah, I think that's pretty. That's pretty evident that uh, you know the bubble with it being more subtle and, mm-hmm. and, and quiet in there mm-hmm. definitely helps their confidence. So, you know, they need to add a couple more pieces. Let go to let go of guys like Eagle Dollar and Haslam, free some space and money, and uh, you know, get some get some real threats out there man imagine like they could have maybe had james Harden, but they didn't want to give up tyler hero look how bad that looks now right <laughs> yeah you're right absolutely i mean it only looks bad because james harden is in brooklyn with two other stars and they're probably gonna win the finals but if james harden went to let's say uh i don't know pick a team i, I don't know i mean i mean you know, even if he goes to miami they're a much better team because they have I mean, they're they're probably if if he goes to Miami, there's still. I don't think they, don't think they win a, a championship with him in Miami and the the team that they have no. now, minus Hero. No, but look what they do with Hero. I mean, they they they're still in the series. I mean, if they have James Harden, they're probably not even a six seed, right? So they get a different matchup in the in the playoffs. And, and but even let's say they are six seed and they play play Milwaukee with James Harden, you don't think this is a better series and it's still going? I mean, yeah, definitely. But if 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 you're not gonna get to the finals and and you know win, I mean, who's said they can't get to the finals though? I don't think we're seeing how he's playing with Brooklyn right now, and Brooklyn is a better team than Miami. Even though Brooklyn, yeah, is you know up to one as we speak right now. Obviously, when you guys hear this, it's gonna be after the game. Yeah. But you know, just given that, I mean, but he scored forty the other night. You you don't think they could use that when the Heat? They can, but all I'm saying is the makeup of the Heat, I don't think, I don't know. I, I just, and then you got to hope and pray that him and Jimmy Butler will work out. I mean, who's to say that they would? I mean, that's true. You're right. That's true. I'm just thinking that, I mean, they could have had James Harden and didn't for Tyler Hero and they didn't give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like Tyler Hero, and he ain't that, I mean, he all right, but he ain't that good. You know, it, it, they should have sold high when they had the chance to trade him away. Um, yeah, I guess hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, definitely. No, I feel you on that. Um, it, you know, it is interesting to see how that would have worked out, but yeah. Was that about it? All right, anything else from the playoffs? It uh, pique your interest? 
uh, that you see? Um, I mean, look, I'm interested to see if the Lakers will come out of the West, bro. You know, they, I, I don't know. On paper, you could say that they don't, you know, necessarily, I don't know. Maybe some would say they do have all of the pieces. Some may say they don't, but mm-hmm. either way, you know, I'm interested to see how far they go. I'm interested to see if the Knicks could put pressure on the Hawks and make them pull a, a pure Atlanta move and flop. Choke. Choke, rather. Not even flop, because flop is maybe a game. Choke is blowing it. <laughs> you well, know? Let me ask you this. What do you think the Knicks have to do to, to change the series around? I mean, to be quite honest, man, it's very hard to say because on one hand, you if you look on the offensive side, you can say, obviously, you know, Julius Randle needs to just fucking come up, you know, freaking come alive. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what's he done so far? Nothing. Yeah, and then on the defensive side, you know, you could say, shoot, you know, they played actually decent defense today. And the Hawks just made tough shots. And, I mean, yeah, like like I said, you know, they uh, – you know, definitely have. I didn't. I didn't think there's. I didn't think their role players were gonna be as consistent. Just being honest, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I thought our defense was gonna make them more uncomfortable than what they are. But right. being that we can't stop the pick and roll, apparently, you know, I just think they should just switch it, man. Just switch it, dog. Mm-hmm. Like why keep getting killed on the pick and roll by trying to get through it? Just switch the pick. You know, they just want to shoot it from outside, anyways. But, you know, I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, not looking good, though. No, it's not. Uh, it's not looking good. It's kind of sad. Uh, it, you know, it is, it is <laughs> sad. I mean, I, I, I thought the Knicks would, would compete a little bit better than they have so far. Um, I just I just expected something different. That's all. I expected something different. Uh, I did, too. Yeah, we I haven't really seen we haven't seen it from the Knicks. And, and and part of it, man, is they're a scrappy team. You know, they don't have the stars, but they're a good team. You know, good they fit together, but this hasn't worked out. And and Julius Randle has been a real big disappointment. I I really expected more from Julius Randle. And and if and honestly, man, if he would have showed up and just I mean, damn, to give something and like look, let's take game three, for example, right? Rose goes off for what 30 points in game three, and and the Hawks are winning the game. But but if the Knicks have one more guy that's just like just there with Derrick Rose, they're in the game because I mean the Hawks really they seem to be dominating, but they really weren't because the Knicks were in it. Like the Knicks were in it, they had chances. They they would try to get the lead down, but then they couldn't make a shot. You know they would get to eight, or they get to like twelve or ten, but they couldn't make the shot to get it down to single digits. You know so exactly one other guy and that, and Randall's supposed to be that guy. So I mean the off season the season ain't over with honestly, but. For instance, I'm reading a quote here from Julius Randle, post-game, says, I like our chances. To answer your question, I love our chances. It's not over. It's not nearly over. I- I'm like, shit, it's nearly over. <laughs> shit, three ones. Shit. Yeah. <sighs> you guys nearly got swept. Yeah, you did nearly get swept. So you saying it's not nearly over. You keep saying that, man. This was the game to wake up. This is the fourth game. This wasn't the first game. This wasn't the second game. This was the fourth game. You supposed to have woken up by now. What you gonna wait to game five elimination? Is when you're back against the wall. That's what you want to. That's what you want to turn. But up. you know what? I like it. If he, but it's like that's I it though. It. Do you think he's gonna do it? See, that's what I'm saying. I hate it because I'm like, dog. They didn't really guard him the same this game as they did previous games. Yeah. I felt like this game they were a little more lazy on their on their defensive assignment when it came to whenever Randall had the ball. Yeah. At, you know, in, in um more more cases than not in this game, to where I feel like he could have been aggressive and on the pick and pop, mm-hmm. they left him open beyond the arc a couple times and he, you know, would pump fake and try to drive the lane and then kick it out. And I'm like, oh. Just shoot the three. Right. Shoot the three, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really looking at it from an X's and O's standpoint because talent-wise, yeah. I mean, Atlanta's talent, more talented than New York. That's that's obvious. I said that on Twitter if y'all follow me. But 
like I said, I didn't I didn't anticipate them not, you know, executing on both ends of the on of, of the court right now. But you know, mm-hmm. hey, Julius Randle said it himself, it ain't over. So I I gotta okay. listen to him. <laughs> All right, he said it ain't over. I hope it ain't over. You know, you I, still want to get serious. Yeah, you still want to get serious. Speaking of uh, you said what you said on Twitter, man. We gotta talk about this. You want to talk about now or later? It depends on what you want to talk about. You know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, man. Call him up, let him know, man. We need what is it, man? Ben, we gotta get him on. A, we do we need to get Ben on the pod, man, because I, I don't know we what do, it is, man. man. Yo, matter of fact, we're gonna make that happen. We're gonna get him on the pod after the after the Knicks Hawks series. We gotta get him on the pod because I don't I don't know what it is, man. It's like Demetri can say one thing, and after that, Ben on it. Like, Ben is going to respond. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'll say this. I can say one thing. It depends on what I say, and yeah. he all on it. Like, yeah. flies on on crap. Yeah. I'm like, man, come on. You can't be picking and choosing, Ben. You no, got to come man. at me. Well, your ass is quiet as hell when we whooped y'all three, three games in the regular season. Yeah, it's right. regular season, but we still tap that ass. Right. You guys tapping eyes now. That's cool. But you see... I'm responding to stuff in a logical way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not being a fan, although I am a fan. I'm not showcasing my fandom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm staying true to trying not to be biased. I think I've done a pretty good job with that. Yeah, you have. You have. i just been keeping it 100. Yeah. But, Ben, we got to get you on the show. Yeah, we got we to gotta get Ben on the show, man, because them Twitter... <laughs> That's something, man. If y'all don't follow Dimitri, man, y'all gotta follow him on Twitter and see see what we're talking about. Cause uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes Ben he, he be on it, man. He he don't miss nothing. That's what I'm saying. So I know he sees all of the tweets. He just decides I'm I'm gonna go on this one and <laughs> and get at him on this one. Get it's all good. Yeah, it ain't, ain't no beef for me with me and uh with me and uh Ben, but we we do have them little back and forth on Twitter. It's funny. I know I know people be. Watching it, I know people see it on their timeline. I'm like, yeah, oh, this do. is crazy. They definitely have to see it. How do you not see it? <laughs> he sees it, so I know they see it. He said, "What now?" He sees it, so I know they see it. Absolutely, I know they see it, man. So, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on getting them on the show. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, from the NBA playoffs, another big storyline in the NBA is that man Kwame Brown. As Stephen A. called it, Kwame Brown. Uh, somebody upset him one day, man. Uh, a couple of times on the Auto Smoke podcast, Stephen Jackson and, and Matt Barnes, they had some savory comment. Well, really, they talked about a trade, and they just said it was one one guy in the trade, not two. And uh, you know, Stack was laughing, and then I guess Matt Barnes tapped Stack, and he didn't like it. And ever since then, he's been going off. I mean, he went for everything they call in Stack as you know, pretty much Gilbert Arenas a sellout. He called Matt Barnes, Becky with the good hair, like talked about the Derek Fisher situation. And he hasn't stopped. He's going to Stephen A. Smith. He's going to Rob Parker, Chris Roussard. I'm pretty much anyone has ever said anything about him that he he's responded, you know, so. Charlemagne, the God. But see, Charlemagne deserved it because what Charlemagne did was wrong. Charlemagne, they have to to include Kwame's family in that. Dang, you know? yo, he like sn- not snitching because it's already been done. But dang, no, I see. I didn't even know about that stuff, and you just brought it up for me. Me neither. Like I didn't know his brother was 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 a killer, this and a, a no. murderer, that. No. So like, dang, when he said about Charlamagne, he I mean Charlamagne deserved all that because if you, you you there's no need for him to bring up that. The rest of it though, yeesh. You know, I guess it's twenty years of abuse, and he got tired of it. I guess so. At some points, I was like, yeah, you know, he keeping it real. But then I just felt like he started reaching with going after everybody because at at that point it's like you know if I was to backtrack and go at after after everybody that said something to me on Twitter or whatever that's kind of corny like you should address it then you know what I'm saying like me and Demarcus Simons we had a back and forth on Twitter I did you know I addressed it then like I'm not gonna wait two three two five years later like. Oh yeah, I remember you 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 know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, but like I said, some things he, he said was accurate. I'll right. say that. Right. You know, some things was accurate, but um right. I don't know, man. That boy is something else. But he he doing it 
obviously because now he has a podcast he's about to drop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he is gonna drop a podcast. And he had the YouTube channel <laughs> and he's been on Instagram live, so that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, Joe Brown on one day, and uh <laughs> I saw some someone said he had a uh someone else on the next day. I had to look up to see, but I mean like Devin George or something. Yeah, that's what with Devin George, yeah, Devin George. So I guess he got his little his minutes <laughs> of fame and he riding it, he's gonna ride it as long as he can. Man, that's corny, man. I mean, I guess I, I, I guess I don't know. I'm just like it's gonna get tired. I mean, what? So he's just gonna blow up now as a podcaster? Like that's he's I just guess. talking trash now. And I mean, like you said, he, he he's made some good points. Like I don't remember every point he made, but some of the stuff he like, for instance, when he talked about LeVar Ball. So a lot of people weren't fans of him and said he was crazy and this and that. But I mean, if we look at it, he put two sons in the NBA. He had two top five draft picks. You know, that's something that not a lot of dads can say. Was it, did, I mean, did he maybe go over the top sometimes? Yes. But he, he had a plan in mind to put his sons on the map, and that's what he did. And he got right. two of them drafted in the top three. Actually, no, in the top three. Both of them were top three picks. One was a top two, number two for the Lakers, and the other one was top number three by the Charlotte Hornets. And so how many, um, you know, dads can say they've done that? Exactly. None, because they were the first pair of brothers to be taken to high. So, right. you, know, you know, and that was a good point. And he has some other good points too, but then sometimes, like you say, he was he was reaching a little bit too much. So that way you can't yeah, take everything he says. You know. Okay, I'm sorry. I I just got to make one, just one one thing here. What's that? Why is AD always hurt? Oh yeah, Anthony Davis, and you know, most big men know most most guys over seven foot or seven foot to like two fifty plus. They're like. You know, very fragile, man. They're very fragile. Like, I don't know. Embiid, another one. You know, like these guys are the biggest ones on the court, and and yet they, you know, they just they they always go down. You know, I guess the bigger they are, like you said, the harder they fall. So, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna haunt them though if they if they keep, you know, uh, advancing in the playoffs. Yeah, and they keep getting nicked up every game. So maybe he'll come back. That was just while I'm watching the game. But, yeah, um, Kwame Brown, I mean, if people want to support this podcast, then, you know, I guess go ahead. But I don't know. I, I just don't know. Sometimes he says good stuff and then he doesn't. So it's just like, you know, like what? And, and Stephen A. had a response. Now, do you like Stephen A.'s <laughs> response to Kwame? <laughs> yeah, Stephen A.'s response was solid. I mean, it was, it was it was real, you know, it was real spill because, I mean, he made a good point. That's his job. I mean you know, to critique the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you play the game, so, or play the game, so mm-hmm. you, you know, are going to get critiqued. I mean, it is yeah. what it is, man. It's not like he, you know, is throwing popcorn on your head or spitting at you or spitting mm-hmm. on you. You know, yeah. he just, he's, in his opinion, he's just stating the facts. Mm-hmm. In his opinion, you know what I'm saying? He's, right. he's giving, he gets, he gets paid to share his opinion. So you can't necessarily get offended because you know that's how he gets paid. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no one ever said anything about him on the personal scale. Right. They just said, you know, yo, you, you're not nice. Like, Right. It's the truth. Yeah, with being picked that high, high salary, high expectations. Right. You know, you, so you, you have to live up to it. If you don't, you have to understand people are going to have their opinions on you. Yeah, they are, no doubt. And, and you know what, man? I, I agree with Stephen A from that point. I could have done without the bloopers. I mean, that was a little bit much, but. The bloopers was, I, I agreed with it because that's his way of saying, oh, you want to take shots at me? Boom, I'm about, to, I'm about to take a shot at you. Since you want to talk about me and, you know, how I'm criticizing folks and you want to make a cl- uh, ass out of yourself, but. Yeah. Now I'm about to show you how I have the ammo to back up what I'm saying is facts. So I agree with it. Show the people like this is why I said what I said. Hey, look at this Miss Leia fumbling the rock. <laughs> I ain't come on, man. And then the whole setting screens thing, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I said it's great for Kobe. We both scored it. Oh Two points combined. Oh my gosh. I don't know what's I don't know what's what's the deal with uh with him on that thing. 
don't know, man. I think Brother Kwame was just hurt. You know, he was tired of people talking about him. And if he somehow hears this, I'm sure he's going to have, you know, he want to respond to it, whatever. But, um, you know, it just, it's a tr- I mean, you know, like, he didn't have the greatest career. And we all know that. And by his def- his definition of not being a bust was him changing his family around, which is true. You know, he did change the dynamic of his family. He's able to put his mom in the house and do things that he had never done before. You know what? That is definitely true. And as far as on-court performance, you know, he didn't probably live up to the hype as many people expected, but he was able to change his life. So, I mean, he does have a point on that too. So, uh, you know, it just depends, I guess, on, on, on how you view the situation, but I think it's kind of maybe time for to, to kind of go back into the win. Kind of, yeah. you know, because at some point you just start reaching and you may be starting to get to that point. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see how 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 this all plays out. But I I don't think I'm gonna tune into the to the podcast necessarily. No, yeah, probably not. Uh, but you did bring something up though that I do kind of want to talk about for a sec. So they allow fans back into the building, which is cool. You know, you see how much you actually miss fans and with them being gone. But they don't know how to act, dude. You had a fan throwing popcorn on Westbrook. You had a fan spitting on Trey Young, and both guys were, quote, banned from the stadiums. But, I mean, I don't know how you ban them because they can come back, you know, unless you just blast their picture everywhere and just say you get you can't come in. But regardless, uh, regardless of that, I will say, I will say uh, what, what are we going to do to keep fans from acting out? Like, what do you what, what does it take? Because these fans, they go in there, they, they just can't watch the game. They got to act out. And what's crazy is, if you on the street, you're not gonna throw popcorn at Westbrook. You're not gonna spit on Trey Young. So why uh, do it now? I don't. I just don't get. I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, a lot of alcohol. I guess I don't know. It, it, I don't. <laughs> if you can't yeah. control your liquor in, in these situations and alcohol make you do that, then you shouldn't be drinking. That is definitely a fact. I definitely agree with that. I don't know uh, how you prevent that from happening. But I do know that it is an issue, and yeah, that fan he that fan better be lucky that Westbrook had you know all those people restrain him and make sure that he couldn't get up there because he if there was nobody stopping him he definitely would have been in the stands getting it popping. Yeah, buddy would have he would buddy would have had no chance <laughs> no at chance all against Brody. All right, man. Uh, let's just move on to the NFL. Unless you got anything else? Yeah, let's get into the NFL, man. All right. So uh, the big news around the league right now is the Julio Jones. He requested a trade a few months ago from the Falcons, and then he went on undisputed with Shannon Sharp. Now it has not been confirmed or denied whether or not that he knew he was on the air when Shannon called him, but he called Shannon back. Shannon asked him uh, if he wanted to be traded, and he said, I'm out of there. So I want to go to the Cowboys because the picture of him service with a Cowboys shirt on. Um, but he said he didn't want to go to the Cowboys. He said he wanted to win. Now, no one knows for sure what happened. I mean, it's a fishy, fishy situation. I can see both sides of it. Um, I can see that he did know. I can also see that he didn't know. So no one knows what really happened there. But where does Julio go? You know, do you do you think he's validated and want to leave Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, you know. Atlanta damn sure ain't winning nothing. So he, if that's why he don't want to go to Dallas, that should be the reason why he don't want to stay in Atlanta. So, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, I am, I guess, because everyone always just thought he was going to retire as a Falcon. But, I mean, if you look at it from a realistic standpoint, I'm not surprised. And, like, they had anything really cooking. So, uh, yeah, go to Tennessee, man. They got a solid defense still, even though they lost Dory Jackson to my guys. Um you know they pretty they still pretty solid. Either go there, or um, I know he got a whole lot of options. They Patriots. Really, he he want to go to the Patriots apparently and play with Cam, so that's an option. Yeah, Cam is he? He better hope he the starter first of all, and then second of all, he like is he staying long term? Is is that what they're doing since they drafted Mac Jones? I mean, Mac Jones is, is the you know the future. Yeah, what's the future though? Like, I thought the future is like next year. 
Yeah, I didn't think I mean, it's going to be a three to four year, you know, situation. Yeah, no, that's true. And uh, Julio will be there for for a second if he if he does get traded. So may want to rethink that one. Uh, Tennessee wouldn't be bad. You know, they got Derrick Henry. It'll add add a bit to that to that running game. I mean, the, the offense. They already got AJ Brown, who's a good receiver, and Julio would make him even better. So probably give them the the uh the nod in the NFC uh, AFC South to win it if they do get Julio. So maybe they maybe maybe they should do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was another team too. I forgot who it was exactly. Um, that was interested in them, but uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of teams are interested in them. I mean, oh, it was the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Oh yeah, that came out today. Yeah, that would be crazy. Him and DK Metcalf. What? Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson. Obviously, I mean that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. But yeah. here's the thing. That's it. Like people always look at it as some phenomenal thing, but that's Julio Jones is only going to play like like half of the season. He's not even going to be on the on the field long enough to really have the, the the premier impact that he could have. At 33, yeah, he's going to play, what, eight games? He's going to play half the snaps, yeah. Yeah, man. So it's like, yeah, it looked good on paper, Julio, A.J. Brown, da-da-da. But nine times out of ten, well, who's that, Humphreys? Uh, the, the slot receiver? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to be on the field probably more than Julio. <laughs> And that's sad, man. They lost John o. Smith, so they could. Re- they, I mean, they, they could, could use. Who and they then they lost. They lost Corey Davis too. Yep, and Corey Davis. So they could use another weapon out there, but nah, they need another weapon for sure, or else they're gonna back. You know, they're not gonna. They're gonna uh, take a step back if they don't. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Atlanta, man. If you're Atlanta, um, you know this. I wasn't a. I don't think they should have, should have drafted Kyle Pitts, and I think that. If you trade Julio, this signals a rebuild, and you just took a tight end when you started to reshuffle a rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of makes that deal look even worse, in my opinion. It's like, is it really considered a rebuild that you got rid of Julio? The man already didn't play like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like he was on the field all the time and made an impact consistently. He was on the field sometimes, yeah, and made an impact when he was on the field. For you know the most part, I mean, for some of the part because most most of the time it was double teaming them anyway. So yeah. I don't know. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, I don't know if it makes sense to say, oh, they were in a rebuild because they got rid of Julio. The man in damn play. You're right. I think it may be more sort of message that it sends because it's like he was a staple here, right? So you trade one of your staples away, and count as unknown. You still don't nah, think so? I'm not buying it, man. Because okay, he could be a staple, but state real staples in a in an organization are producing, are helping them their team get to the championship game, to the Super Bowl. Right. After the Super Bowl run, bro, he was cooked. He was like, but but like, but but the team was too though. So it's like yeah. last year, but look at last year. Because how many games I mean look how many games he played in last year? He didn't play a lot because they weren't I mean, it didn't make sense for him to play. You know, if 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 the team was probably in a better situation, I think he plays more than he played last year. But the team was so bad, why go out there and play when it, we, we ain't getting nothing from it? I feel you, but I guess my thing is this. Even if he would have still played, but the amount of snaps would have still been low. Yeah. Like, that's just is what he – if he goes up for the ball and falls down on the turf, he's hurt. He's going to the sideline. If he runs a, a, a go out or a stop and go or whatever, a vertical route, and it's an incomplete pass, yeah, because either he's overthrown or underthrown, whatever, yeah. he, he's running to the sideline to get like, damn, dog. Like, when, can, can I get you on the field for four straight downs? Mike Evans is becoming the same way on the low. Yeah, but see, they got so many weapons out there. He, I think he kind of gets so it don't matter. That's what I'm saying. It don't even matter for over there, yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. Now, if they were, if the Tampa Bay were to trade away Mike Evans and drafted a tight end or whatever, then you're looking at it like, okay, like, you know, what's going on? But a team like the Falcons, they like, 
freaking cow pitches, athletic as hell. Yeah. You know, he could play wide receiver or tight end. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, you know what I'm saying? We'd get rid of him, get get some money and maybe an addition or whatever. Yeah. It's not a rebuild. This is a smart business move in my in my in my opinion. All right. I mean, I think they were in a rebuild anyway. We, even with Julio, I don't think they were gonna win many games, but uh all right, we'll see, man. We're gonna see what Kyle Pitts can do. You know, they they brought up brought up drafted him to be the future, so shit. He better be the future. They still gonna have Matt Ryan there. So let me do you think do you, but do you think the Shannon Sharp thing? Do you think he knew he was on the air when he said it? Uh yeah, I mean, because if he didn't after Shannon Sharp said, you know, we on air or whatever, you know, I mean, Julio probably wouldn't have made the last comment about the Cowboys, whatever, whatever. I mean, but honestly, you could say you could say it could go both ways, but given the fact that Julio was willing to answer the phone anyways, shows you that Shannon Sharp is a real, real G. You know what I'm saying? He's a real one. Like, yeah. So being that Shannon Sharp is a real one, in our assumption, or mine anyways, I can't imagine that he would play he would play Julio like that and mess up his you know, his sources, all of that. Come on now. You might as well curse on live TV and get fired. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh there's no way he'd be willing to throw that away, man. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And and if it would and if he what and if it does pan out to be that Julio didn't know, I'm sure his team, his camp would have been came out with statements by now saying that. Yeah, but see, Shannon also hadn't said anything, which is kind of puzzling to uh, because I think Shannon is the guy that he feel, he he doesn't necessarily feel like you know. He has to respond. He wants the people to 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 think like, you know, to to want to ponder on like what the hell, like yeah, I, I, I just you know what I mean. Yeah, it just makes him a hot topic. Yeah, it does. You're right. He feel like he probably don't owe owe anybody a response. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. We don't know. Well, I mean, but I guess the truth will come out one day, right? Yeah, or may not though. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it's been like it has been crazy. Like neither side has said anything, bro. This is weird, right? It is weird. Nobody <laughs> said a word about it. That is super weird. Like, so y'all just gonna motherfucking say, say not say that. Like, no, yeah, yeah, y'all just not going to acknowledge this. No damn <laughs> well. Let it ride. We gonna let it ride. Let the situation ride. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's why I'm like, if if Julio can't, like, they would have definitely at least said like it. Cause you know the victim always wanna wanna cover themselves or, or you know. So I don't know, but it's interesting though, for sure. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, one of the I argue the best kicker ever. Adam Vinatieri retired on the Pat McAfee podcast. Call it call it a quits, man. Well into his forties. You know, you you kind of see it last year. He missed a few kicks last year, so you know the writing was on the wall that he would finally kind of hang it up. Uh, yeah. After, you know, a story career, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it takes much for a kicker to get into the Hall of Fame besides having a high percentage and winning a couple of Super Bowls. So I, I think, yeah, I think he definitely would be in the Hall of Fame, you know, for a kicker, yeah. Now, I don't see why not. Now, what do you think about kickers? Do you think kickers are needed in, in the NFL? Because I, honestly, sometimes I, I say forget the kicker because they don't do much. And then, then when you need them, sometimes they don't come through for you. They blow kicks. Yeah, you need somebody to kick it on the kickoff, though. Um, do you really don't? I mean, how many kickoff returns do we see a year at this point? Yeah, that is true. You make a good point. But I guarantee you. So so what you're going to do when it's fourth and, fourth and five, you, you got the game, you know, you either kick a field goal to win the game or, you know what I'm saying, you go for it, right? Mm-hmm. Now you go for it, you lose, obviously. And you know, you're not in a favorable spot on the field. You like if you kick a field goal, it's probably like a 50 yarder. If you miss the field goal, you know what I'm saying? You're 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 in your own territory now. You dig what I'm saying? So yeah. just put it like that. So I I would kick the field goal. Cause I mean you gotta go for it every time. Okay. And your kicker misses, then what? Yeah, then you lost, but I mean, I don't know. It's, 
I mean, I guess you do pose a good question. I guess I'm just stuck on like, nah, I want kickers because I know kickers are, you know, what makes the game feel real. Like, if there's no kickers, I'm like, what's the point of it being a professional sport? The kicker mean that much? To me, because yeah. it's, it's just, you know, always been a kicker. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of a situation. All right, so punting situations, like, Let's say, you know what I'm saying? You need to punt because you if you go for it, you're on your, like, 10-yard line or whatever. But if you punt, you know what I mean? You could put the person on the 50 or they're 40 or they're 45 or whatever. You well, need to kick it there. Two different things. I, I wouldn't give her to punters, but kickers are true. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, you, oh, okay, I got I'm you. I'm talking right, about right, right. kickers, not, not punters, just straight kickers. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think. Damn, I feel like I could. I ain't I trying could... to hate on the kickers or nothing, man. But it'd be too many times that they be blowing damn chip shot field goals, and then what? And it's like you know what I'm saying. I could have just kept my damn. Because think about it. If you if you Kansas City, right? Who do you trust more? And Harrison Bucker's a really good kicker. Who do you trust more with the ball in their hands? Patrick Mahomes or Harrison Bucker? Harrison Bucker. Um, I guess it depends though, because then it's like. You need an offensive line. If you got a good offensive line, sure, I'll roll with Patrick Mahomes. But if the offensive line is trash, I'm going to kick the field goal. Yeah, yes, that's true. I'm just talking yeah, – that's true. But, if I mean, I'm rolling with my quarterback that, that I know that could probably get – you know, that's going to get it done for me as opposed to a kicker. Uh, you know, I, kickers deserve some, some love, but not a lot of love because they do have a lot of bad situations at times. But I guess that's nitpicking too because quarterbacks do too, right? Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, it could go either way, you know? Yeah. But you may be right. Maybe we don't need kickers for real. No, I, I would get rid of them. If I was, it was me, I wouldn't have no kickers, but I ain't running the league, so they my decision to make. <laughs> they my decision to make. All right, on to the MLB. Some some really cr- some crazy news came out last night. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, he was actually injured earlier in the week. I think it was this week or maybe early last week. Late last week, he was injured against the Red Sox. Or maybe a season before that. But anyway, he was injured. He had to miss some time. And while he's out on time, and Brazier are in New York, uh, we see that Marcelo Zuna got in some trouble. The police were called to his home for domestic violence. A lot of graphic stuff. You know, he's, it was said he was hit his wife with his cast because of his broken finger hand. You know, uh, she had to grab a knife to protect herself from him. It all started, actually, apparently, uh, allegedly, Due to he took two cell phones and uh, he was kind of holding the cell phones over her head. So they were going back and forth. And there was even rumor that he choked her and had her up on the wall, allegedly. So, I mean, these are all, you know, alleged. And he hasn't been, he has been uh, charged, I believe, with a felony and uh, has been with domestic violence. But is it, it, it was this kind of the end of Marcelo Zuna, man, in, in, in Atlanta and in the MLB? Man, if, I mean, shoot. If he's guilty, then of course <clears throat> it's only right. You know what I'm saying? Players in other leagues get banned for life. You know, Ray Rice apparently, uh, uh, Josh Brown. I mean, it took them forever to discipline him to kick out and, uh, for the Giants that one time. But shoot, Chad Willow, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with him. But uh, but um, you know, I, I think you gotta set an example in ML in the MLB. He's not the first player to carry out domestic uh, violence and, you know, be facing uh, the consequences, obviously. But I think that you definitely have to punish these players. It's the only way that they'll learn to, you know, not put themselves in this situation and, you know, not to uh, to to be violent and, and aggressive with women. I mean, first and foremost, that's the most important thing. So uh, for – for the MLB to make a a, a statement, um, you know, I think the Braves and, and the league have to suspend them indefinitely. They need to look into the, the, the situation, which they're going to do anyways. But um, I don't know, man. I think I think they do need to punish him and he needs to, to understand how serious this is. But what's crazy to me is, is that these guys have so much money, man. And it's just like you, you. I get it. When you're mad, you know you're mad. Your your emotions are high. You're, you know, you're just angry. So I understand. But at the same time, 
you know, for one, that's your spouse, that's your wife. Like, I can't imagine putting my hands on my wife, you know, to where it, you know what I mean? Like at all, like just being aggressive with her. Like that's, that's crazy. Um, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be that guy to, to do that. So I don't know how, how they put themselves in these situations, how they get so riled up, how they get so angry. Um, I do know that women can push your buttons, but vice versa, men can push, you know, uh, women's buttons as well. So it's unfortunate. The Braves, they're already stinking it up right now. This is something else they don't need. No, it ain't. It ain't. You're right. Um, and you know, man, we unfortunately we see a lot of these these things. And, and you're right. You know, women can push your buttons. Um, I don't disagree with that, but also at the same time, you know, someone shouldn't be able to push your buttons as much as where you are in a situation with domestic violence, you know, where you are putting your hands on someone and, and they have, I mean, they have to grab a knife to protect themselves from you. You know, that's not a good situation for anyone. So um, hopefully, you know, he can get some help. You know, I don't, I don't think he'd be playing an MLB again. If any, I mean, not even soon, he may not even play an MLB again, but you know, maybe get some help for harm and, you know, kind of maybe get a second chance at some point. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. So we'll see how it plays out. I wish them the best. Yeah, I think the Braves going to avoid that contract, though. If they can. They're going to get under that one. Yeah, definitely. 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 All right, man. Uh, I do want to say uh, shout out to Fernando Tatis Jr. for making baseball fun again. He had a, a really amazing highlight. He had a home run and just stared at it. And it was a game time home run in the ninth inning with two outs. So uh, that dude's good. A lot, of other, a lot of young guys, even a lot of brothers too. Tim Anderson out in Chicago, doing really well. He's one of uh, many, you know, guys that are producing and making baseball fun again, trying to at least. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he he's definitely the hottest in the game. You know, um, I mean, he should, he's just doing it in a very fun way right now. He, he's got the, the world buzzing. Uh, baseball is on fire. He he's on fire. I mean, mm-hmm. they, the league and the social media have been eating it up, boy. They all over him. Yeah, they are. They are all over. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I've never seen it like this. I mean, and if not him, you know, Ronald Acuna. There you go. Yeah, Ronald Acuna is, is another young star in the game. So yeah, shout out to those two. All right, anything other else? Let's begin to our non-sports topic. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, man, I think, you know, uh, we hit bases on, on the good stuff in the sports world. Uh, we'll see how everything plays out with these games that are going on right now. So, yes, sir. We sure will. All right, man, over to our non-sports. So, uh, Dimitri, your guy, fellow Haitian brother, Kodak Black, album <laughs> entitled Haitian Boy Kodak. What you think of the album, man? Did you like it? Were you a fan of it? Yeah, Kodak, he, he be wilding out, man, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, nah, it was a it was a smooth album though. It wasn't on that all that rah rah, you know, bull crap that he usually put out in the past. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's got he had he's had some songs in the past that just hit, you know what I'm saying? But right. then he also goes on the street to where he's missing a lot and you know, then he goes to jail and then you know what I mean. So he came out with this with this album, Haitian Boy Kodak. I, I liked it because he stayed true to his roots, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Had a song on there where he was singing um, and Creole and, you know what I mean? Like, just, just representing for the culture, mm-hmm. uh, the Haitian culture. So, I rock with it. Um, Z, look, Jamaican. Hey, that's my joint right there. <laughs> hey. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my joint right there. Uh, I think that's his number one song on the album, bro. Okay. All right. Rock with that one. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to check that out. All right, check out Haitian Boy Kodak. Get some free pub there, Kodak. Thank us. Send us a send us something, man, for a free pub. I didn't listen, but I actually I didn't even know he released the album, so I will uh, go give it a try. Give it yeah, a I mean that's the thing. Kodak don't get a lot of exposure like that. If you, I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of anyone per se. You know, I like people's music, but right. Um, you know, I'm not one that just is locked in on Kodak at all times, but. I did see that he was dropping, so, um, you know, I did want to hear what it was about, bro. Yep, fair enough, fair enough. 
All right, uh, J. Cole went, you know, released, we talked about it before. He was releasing the album and he went and played in the Rwandan basketball, played for a Rwandan basketball team, but, uh, not a great performance by Cole, man. I mean, he scored five points total <laughs> in his whole time there, you know, so, I mean, he was living out a childhood dream, which is really dope. Um, but Dimitri, tell us a little bit about it, man. There was some uh, criticism. Some guys didn't uh, weren't a big fan of it. Yeah, one of the players out there, pretty much, he was just saying like, you know, he think it's 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 a bad thing that J Cole is taking people's jobs that desperately need it and that's you know work so hard. And in a sense, I understand where he's coming from. His delivery was just terrible, but I do understand that you know you could feel a certain type of way. Like J Cole's established, you know what I'm saying? He has a very uh he's he's a very prominent entertainer uh rapper lyricist rather you know what i mean so he's straight for life and you know then you got guys that's poor that's struggling that that worked hard you know to get an opportunity that j cole had and you know he feel like j cole took took someone's opportunity which i understand but on the other hand you can't be mad at j cole take that up with the 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 league out there (laughs) you know what i'm saying the coaches I'm sure put him through a, a, a some sort of workout or whatever, and right. you know he did well enough <clears throat> to where they felt like, hey, whatever, you know, this would be good for uh, our league. And then not to mention, he blessed the whole team with some gear. Like, yeah. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, J Cole is a solid guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's solid. You know, he didn't have the best performance, but shit. I mean, <laughs> you ain't always gonna have it. I mean, and, and what opportunities? The man played in three damn games. You had, like. It's a guy that was out there that didn't get a chance, that that didn't get to play the whole season. Bro, the man played in three games. Come on now, don't don't tell me he just taking some opportunity from somebody that that just that deserving, you know, for, for them three games. And then like, you know, it. I don't know, and, and that's part of it too. Like, I'm sure there are guys that are deserving to play, but that goes back to notoriety and having an agent that can get you the opportunity to play. You know, Cole was able to get the opportunity because of the name, and he has somebody to connect them. And that's how the world works, you know. You gotta know people to be successful. So shit, like you said, take yeah. the league, man. Not cold. We played in three games. Yeah, for sure. I feel you. I feel you. It's all about you know plugging those connections. So if you're good, they'll find you. You know what I mean? Just yeah, make yourself available and uh, have what it takes. So, yeah. but nah, man. I you know it was cool for J Cole. I thought he was gonna play the whole season, but three games is better than nothing, I guess. <clears throat> he living on a childhood dream. Man. I don't think anybody, they ain't by re expecting this guy to go over there and get buckets like that. Come on. Up. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of did. You did? Shoot, I thought he'd hit double digits at least once. This man <laughs> putting up three points, three rebounds, <laughs> eight minutes. Like, come on, bro. He had never really played, uh, you know, he ain't never really played like that for real. You know what I'm saying? He, he, St. John's or was it St. Mary's? Oh, why did he St. John's? He's a walk-on though. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he played pro ball before. It you can hoop, bro, but it's a difference going well, on that, playing, playing real ball. You know what that's I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, like guys like Quavo that think he's just so nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm getting back in basketball shape. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I would give I would give Quavo a run for his motherfucking money, man. I'm telling you, and then once I get back in the weight room, dog, what? Go on, huh? I'm all I'm saying is I'll be in shape. And if I'm in shape, I think at this point in my life, no one can speed me up in terms of playing on the court. Like when I was younger, you used to speed me up, you know, get me out of rhythm, get me to make stupid turnovers because I'm rushing and I'm, you know. Yeah. But now I'm under control. Like, you know how it is. You probably feel a lot more mature yourself when it comes to time, uh, in terms of basketball. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. No doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. That I mean, that comes with age. It comes with experience. It comes with playing. So, yeah, you that definitely, uh, you definitely feel more mature. You make, you make better. I mean, even when we play weekly, you know, I make better decisions now than I did when I was younger. You know, exactly. I, I, you know, I, some, in, in some aspects, play better, too. Yeah. I, I was, but you know, still make better decisions, better plays. So yeah, you're right about that. That's what I'm saying, man. So I think Quavo. See, the thing with Quavo is, in that league, he he fit he fit the they style of play. Typical black guy on the court, just want to shoot. 
This one, this one score. Man, you the ball. Out the way. He gonna jack up so many shots. He ain't gonna have no choice but to hit double digits. I'm telling you, Cole is probably being passive out there, like you know, just trying to, you know, just just play just play his role. Nah, Quavo gonna be out there. I know it. I can see it. I can see him now. hitting threes for no reason. Yeah, I can see him. Come on, man. For no reason. So guys like that too, man. Just be jacking up shots. Just yeah. Be- from anywhere on the court just shooting like bro what are you doing like come on now get a good shot and some people can blame steph curry from it because people think they steph curry when they not bro like yeah, not everything gotta sure. be three man like not everything gotta be a deep three sure. to take a three you can still take a two-pointer guys like in case you didn't know this two-pointers <laughs> still count they still count i'm trying to tell you man so guys out there that just love to shoot threes and it's across the game, like not it's like everywhere, like everywhere you see, you go to the wreck, you go anywhere to hoop. You just see guys chucking them threes, guys. Here's a secret. Two pointers still work. And guess what? They go in at a higher rate rate than three pointers. Yep. Absolutely, man. I, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I got to the point where I'm done passing the ball to scrubs, man. If you don't get it back on defense or back in blood, you ain't getting the ball, cuz. <laughs> I'm tired of it, man. No, yeah. You know, I'm tired of it. I was being the guy that, you know, wanted to get his teammates involved, you know, not take every shot, even though I might be missing, but hell, my percentage of making it seem to be higher than this, so. Yeah, it looked like it, shoot. They be missing so damn much. Missing, man, missing, fumbling the ball. <laughs> It's bad all around. You name it, they do it. <laughs> bad all around. All right. Uh, so we got Memorial Day coming up. We got a versus tonight. So I guess if y'all won't hear this until the versus is over. Swiss Beast and Timberland. Does anyone care about this, though? I don't give a damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just have uh, to check and see. <laughs> I don't give two damn. I don't give a damn and uh. Oh. Yo, listen, man. I don't. I could kill us, bro. But I, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, these versus things are getting watered down to me. So that that might be the main reason. But yeah, um, I think with I think with the world opening up, man, it's not the same. You know, like yeah, they they see that's what I'm saying, man. Just let it go, let it go, man. Like yeah, ain't nobody gonna be in the crib watching that anyway. No, no, no more, man. Everybody back out in the streets. Yeah, they purchased concerts. <laughs> they purchased tickets to go to the real concert, not watching your virtual concert. Yeah, I think that the, the uh the, the verses are borrowed. Which and, and it, you know what, man, it was cool for the time. It was cool because we were stuck inside and had much to do, but now nah, I think you're like you said, man, at the point we need to move on from the verses. Um so that's cool. Uh all right. Like you say, you, you now are you do you, you gotta love the girl? Or you got just does it just because? You said I'm. What was that? Are you gotta like the girl? You know, do you enjoy grilling, or you just kind of just do it because you know? You oh yeah, it? I mean, I, I don't mind. You know, like I don't mind. It's it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just don't like cleaning the grill afterwards. Hey, that's, that's that's the annoying part. That's a hassle. You're right. Um, but I don't, I don't mind grilling, man. Grilling is cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't like grilling for a whole bunch of people, just me and my wife. Yeah. Other than that, I, you know, it, it's, it, it brings people together. Yeah, it does. You're right. It brings people together. All right. Memorial Day, you know, any funny memories, any plans for Memorial Day? You know, do what, what, do, what do people normally do on Memorial Day? Pop fireworks, shoot guns, <laughs> eat ribs. Now that sounds like the hood Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that is the hood Memorial Day. You're right. Uh, but you know it's crazy, man. Growing up, we never did fireworks on Memorial Day. We always did them on uh on Fourth of July. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't know Memorial Day fireworks were a thing. We always barbecue, and I mean, I, okay, I had to be that guy, right? I'm gonna just say it though. When it comes to the black culture. Do most people care about the actual holiday or is it just another day to, just to get together and just do whatever? 
Because do, 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 day. do a lot of people really care about Memorial Day or Fourth of July? You know what I'm saying? Like, or they just use it as an excuse to get together. Excuse to get together and get off of work and drink liquor and <laughs> and 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 those you know people that smoke they tweets and <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. they just using it as a, an excuse to yeah to lay it all out there. <laughs> That's what it seems, man. Because like I. And it's crazy, it's sad to say. I mean, you know, you're supposed to remember the fallen soldiers, but shoot, don't nobody care about that, man. A lot yeah, of women I, say I, no one does, but a lot of people just like MLK Day. Don't nobody really cares about the fact that you know MLK Day and everything that he he did. They the only thing they care about is, yeah, I'm off of work today, or right. you know, I don't got school today, or right. you know, <laughs> but yeah, they don't get it. You're right, you're right. I, I mean, hey, I'm one of them. I don't, I don't go into the community like I should on MLK Day. Maybe one day when I have, you know, kids, you know what I'm saying. I, I'll take my kids. We'll do something in the community, right, to uh, celebrate the day. But as of right now, yeah, I just kind of take it as it goes. Yeah, no, understandable, man. I, I definitely understand that one. Um, I got to work tomorrow, so I won't be grilling on on the actual Memorial Day. I won't be grilling today either. I don't have a grill. Mm. Carbon doesn't allow grills, so I got to find a way to sneak one back there. Oh yeah, get you a little one. That's what I did. Uh, we in our condo, we weren't allowed to, I guess, have grills on our patio or whatever. But get you a small one, man. That thing, it it was hard to get it. You know, consistently the the coal to consistently burn and everything. Oh, so you a charcoal? You a charcoal guy or gas guy? I should ask. Nah, now I'm a gas guy. Like I prefer gas. I mean, hey, it just it's more convenient. I don't have time to be, you know, trying to start the fire. Yeah. So, but it works though. Like the little small ones, you know, uh, small charcoal ones you put on your patio and hopefully the property manager ain't listening to this. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> Jeez, uh, I'm in the back. So unless somebody snitches on me, I think I might be good. Only problem I have is that I have a wood uh, deck. So I don't want to set the whole thing on fire smoking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You are yeah. But I do have a way to keep the fire down. If you have a chimney smoker, the fire don't really raise too high, as opposed to just using lighter fluid. So that's a plus. Okay, uh, okay. So I'm a I'm gonna give it a go one day, man. We're gonna see what happens. If I burn the place down, well shit. Now that's gonna be a problem. But uh we just gonna pray that we don't do that. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, you know, that's not the case. No. And you know, I mean, I've always been a charcoal guy. I don't know, man. My dad always used charcoal growing up, so I was never a gas guy. But you know, I mean, I'm sure the gas. I always hear about how how convenient the gas grills are. Just uh, you know, turn it on, let it heat up, and you go. You ain't got to wait on the coals to get going. But I don't know. Somebody taste the charcoal. Nah, <laughs> the taste of charcoal. <laughs> I didn't feel like that. <laughs> not eating. Not eating that. <laughs> Eat your barbecue charcoal, man. It's hot. Not eat charcoal, but the taste of like grilling with charcoal. <laughs> God damn. All yeah, right. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Maybe that's the, that mimosa getting to me. Yeah, the mimosa getting to you, bro. But nah, that's that's all good though, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope you uh are able to get that grill and, and, and get it, you know, get it going the right way for sure. Yes, sir. All right, brother Chen, leave us with our word of the day. Unless you got anything else that's on your mind. Oh man, word of the day today is too many mimosas. I have you not having the word of the day. So, you know, I don't have a word of the day today. Just enjoy your Memorial Day. Be safe and uh, you know celebrate the uh, the fallen soldiers. Yes. And if you do, I will say this: if you're doing fireworks, please, 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 I beg you. Do not blow your hand off if you are doing fireworks, please. Shout out to uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. He don't for real. Yes, he did that. And uh, it kind of, it, it, he's actually a, made a career, but at the time, it did alter his career. And it could alter your life. You know, I mean, those things are dangerous. I have done them. I'm uh, sort of a pyromaniac, so I, don't, I love uh, fireworks. But uh, yes, they are very dangerous. So please be careful, guys, if you are doing fireworks. Facts. Definitely, man. I'm going to stay away from him and play it cool and chill out. Be safe. I'm, I'm going to be in the house. Probably the best thing to do if we're being honest with each other. Definitely. Best thing to do. All right, Brother Chin. Well, that's all I got today. If you're good. Yeah, man. Y'all know what it is. Just follow follow the Twitter at 718 Chin. 
Where you at with it, Crit? Crit's, Chris underscore Crit with two T's. Uh, both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the our Twitter page at uh, Crit and Chin. And then it is an RG with CC on Instagram. So make sure you follow those two pages. Like it up. Follow it up. You know, get us act, help us get active. We're going to have more content for you guys coming. So we promise. We always say it, but we promise we're going to have more content uh, for you guys coming soon. Definitely. Definitely, man. But yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. This was a good uh, a good one. You know what I mean? I hope y'all enjoyed this one as much as we did. Keep it locked in. Yes. Keep rolling. Yes, indeed. As always, take care of each other and stay safe. Thank you.